0: This is Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat. Or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool!
1: And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your old Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! Why, you have foosie, floosie, sweetsy, brownsie...
0: You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. And Brian has erectile dysfunction. Only Brian, though. I know. I know. It's weird. (laughs) It's weird.
1: Did you hear that Ninja Brian's doing a solo show near us?
0: Yeah, I saw something about that. Because it's like part of like the, like an expansion of their tour or something like that. Even though none of their tour dates Yeah, I guess he's doing
1: just like a, yeah, I think he's just doing like a select shows of just him doing piano with like the guitar
0: brothers huh interesting i still am waiting for a actual ninja sex party tour date near us god if only i know this is two bro geeks i'm matt i'm justin and yeah um we're not gonna have an episode next week because justin's gonna be off uh Enjoying life in a in another place, so we got to. I don't know if you know, how much enjoying it will be depending on money, but we'll <laughs> see. <laughs> okay, well, maybe you'll be hating life in another place then. That wasn't yeah. the the pla- That wasn't where I wanted to go with that. But okay. <laughs> um, not a lot going on in the in the geek world. Just a couple things, really. Um, at least since the last time we recorded. Um, I guess. Uh, Well, I guess we can start... I'll start with uh, the ending of this season of Westworld, since uh, uh, that's the one that's not quite as fresh in my mind, so I don't have as much to say about it. It's... I don't know what they're doing anymore. No, I don't either. Um... Like, the
1: whole premise ending the season with... Dolores figuring out she was a con that she was put in by Hale to create whatever the virus, is, the the fly virus thing.
0: Well, basically, and, she was just the the brain running the storylines that yeah. all the humans had to be put through, and so her whole. Uh, part of the season was just going on in her own mind because she didn't have a body. She was just that Pearl. But then it's just,
1: it's like, I kind of find it lazy writing or stupid writing that it's like, Oh, I've been leaving these notes for myself basically about how I need to get out of here. And Teddy is a construct of Dolores that needs to pull me out of the uh, out of this because now a whole new season is Dolores in the um sublime mm-hmm. just
0: remaking Westworld. Well, I I kind of get if they get a fifth season, it hasn't been officially announced. I get where it wants to go because obviously the whole overall premise of Westworld is left to their own devices will people be good and so like obviously the whole concept of the first two seasons of westworld is obviously uh in the first season no people aren't good then the second season is well maybe the hosts aren't so good left to their own devices either um and then the third season was kind of uh, a mixture of both and then the fourth season is no the hosts are actually really bad Because Charlotte took over the world and uh then William uh brought about the end of humanity and um the the whole idea of fifth season of the fifth season I get would be can Dolores remake a world where people will actually do the right thing? You know, where in the sublime will the hosts create a utopia? But I think getting there this season was a little weird.
1: <laughs> I also just, I the whole I don't know if there was a lot of double talk in this mm-hmm. season, like especially when it came to like Bernard. Like I was shocked at first when like Bernard, Mave, uh, Hale, like everyone died. Yep, everyone bit it in the last episode before this. And then it's like, oh no, Hale's still around for one final showdown with Will, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: and then she decides to just die, kill herself yeah. after afterwards, being like, no, Dolores has, as they keep paraphrasing, one final game, yeah.
0: And I don't Triple
1: know. H comes out and pedigrees everybody. Time to play
0: the game. Yeah. <laughs> you never see uh, like people in movies doing, like, wrestling moves when they're fighting. Like, there's no superheroes. Unless it's The Rock. Right. But there's no... Well, maybe in Black Adam, he'll, like, rock bottom somebody, but... Oh, he
1: rock... I've (laughs) I've seen a couple... Every film he's been in that's an action film, he rock bottoms someone.
0: Okay, well... Then there you go. No, I I do think this season the I liked the season pretty much right. I don't think it stuck the landing. I think right at the end it kind of was like, wait, what was that? Well, it also sets up a weird
1: president of depending on how things go like with the ever slowly or it's ever slowly declining uh, HBO Max, mm-hmm. like like they have it at a weird spot. Where you could Hypothetically Loop it back to the first season Right And
0: it would be like no it's a closed circle And it just keeps
1: going about itself And it's just like that's Stupid. No,
0: yeah i don't think that's i don't quite think that's what they're gonna go for uh but
1: that would be if they don't get a fifth season they could play it off sure being like, oh
0: no this is where it's gonna be now yeah that's up to hbo because that's not an hbo max because hbo is gonna stick around hbo max i don't know what the hell they're doing with hbo max even though one of my favorite shows on hbo max just wrapped its second season um the sex lives of college girls. So at least that second season is coming, uh, which I'm pretty stoked about. Cause I like that show, whether they get another um, season after that, I don't know, but I'm at least glad I'm getting a second season of that show.
1: I should really probably get on that it's before. So yeah. I like, because I, this morning I watched the new game of Thrones. Oh, you watched the first
0: uh, episode of house of dragons. Yeah. Is it any good?
1: It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, It's one of those things where, like, I think season eight left such a bad taste in my mouth. Sure. Overall, like, that having go backwards in time. And also, it's weird seeing, um, what's his name? One of the Doctor Who's...
0: I don't, uh, dude, I don't. Is that Tenet? Or... I don't. You couldn't I, tell me. I don't know who the cast is. I don't know.
1: Whichever Doctor Who. It, it. That's the the thing about this show is is being used to such a huge cast from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and then having them go back in time for this. It felt like a. For me, it felt like a weird
0: knockoff. Okay,
1: I can um, kind of see that. Like because it's just a whole new cast. It's mostly Targaryens um there's a lot of dragons sure i'll still watch it because it was still entertaining but at the same time it's hbo max and now there's been so much glitching um lately Hmm. like i'm trying to watch it and it just keeps freeze framing at random points really yeah Hmm. and i know it's been an ongoing issue with a bunch of people who've had the same kind of problem
0: I've never had that issue with mine. I don't know why I'm the... I know other people have. I never have with mine. I don't know why. is... You're the chosen one, Matt. I, I must be. I hate sand. It's rough and coarse. <laughs> it gets everywhere. Uh.
1: Speaking of sand, I know you haven't watched any of it, but I wrapped up Sandman.
0: I saw the first episode of Sandman and I yeah. liked it enough, but, um, it was one of those shows I started watching with Leanne and she wasn't quite as into it as, and uh. I wasn't like super into it, but I still actually might continue on with it, even though we're not going to continue it together. Yeah.
1: It's really good. I really, I don't think it's like groundbreaking. I thought the overall premise was really well put together.
0: I know um, a lot of people were real mad that death was a black girl. Oh, no. I, they put a
1: black Oh, no. Woman death in was a black to- girl.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, what pick- are we going to oh. do? Get him black woman in my show. I can't believe you're trying to beat the woke. Go woke, go broke.
1: It's for sure. Oh, man. There's some great stuff in this. Like, Joanna Constantine's just hot as hell. Yep. Um. And there's, like, one whole episode where it's just a straight-up orgy, I think. Sweet. Like, death and orgy kind of deal. And it's so funny because it's the same kind of argument we always come across. This is a show where Mark Hamill voices a far, an architect pumpkin mm-hmm. and Patton Oswalt is a crow. And yet, the biggest complaint is death is a black woman. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I do... Um Oh shit, I lost what I was going to say about uh I forgot completely. Wow, it just I you you mentioned uh, Mark Hamill as a pumpkin and I just got so excited over that idea that I lost my previous he's, thought. He's not even really
1: <laughs> like he's in like one some of the last episodes, so he's not really like he's so minor. Okay. Oh, I, I know what I was per- going to say. Yeah. I remember yeah.
0: now. I I love how they got around the fact that they don't have they didn't have the rights to use uh, DC characters by turning John Constantine into Joanna Constantine. Yeah, <laughs> just per- changing the pronunciation, the first name, make it a woman.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I think it was a really well put together show. I've heard nothing but really, good things about it. Yeah, so. uh, the Corinthian is a creepy motherfucker. The tale the near the end of the season, is kind of just. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, my, um,
0: my biggest problem with the first episode um, was I didn't quite get it. Like, um, and it was very, I think it's the same problem I had. I read, I haven't read a lot of Neil Gaiman. Uh, in fact, the only book I've read by Neil Gaiman was American Gods. And I liked it well enough, but there's something about Neil Gaiman's style in that book. And I think it, I didn't finish out the series. I watched part of the series and went, yeah, nah, there's something about the way he wrote that book. And then I got a sense of it again in the first episode of Sandman that I'm like, "I I don't like, this is good, but it's also like a lot. <laughs>
1: there's well yeah, it's broken this this show is kind of broken up into parts.
0: Mhm.
1: Cuz the first part is him breaking is being captured and then he breaks yes. out. Uh second part is him trying to rebuild Dreamland. Mm-hmm. Uh the dreaming because he's been gone for so long. So there's like three um, there's three nightmares or spirits or whatever you want to call them that are unaccounted for that he has to go find. Mm-hmm. And then the end, it kind of wraps it all up together uh, with uh, with another character that leaves it open for a second season, yeah, they, but also they did a it secret could be its own thing.
0: 12th episode or 11th episode or something like
1: that. It's, it's not... It, the, that episode is not really a secret episode. It's too many stories.
0: Okay, well, it was like a bonus. Nobody knew it was coming. Yeah. That's why I said yeah, secret Yeah, it was like episode. the... F- yeah. Which,
1: it was... The first half... I, I actually... A lot of people are going to hate me for this, but I wasn't a big fan of the first half of it. Mm. It was like a weird animation style with a, with talking cats. Okay. Where all these cats came together to talk to another cat who talked to the dream, the Sandman cat about life where cats used to be like the dominant species to humans and stuff like that. Hmm. It's also dark. There's like one part where it's super dark. The second part of it was actually more interesting to me because it's about the uh, one of Zeus's daughters, Calliope, mm-hmm. one of the muses that gets kidnapped, okay, uh, and is used for inspiration for a writer. Interesting. Yeah. Overall, I I mean, it did the show didn't blow me away, but it was fine.
0: All right. I just uh, real quick uh, want to throw out something that I kind of. Did in the past week or so. Um, and it's, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but I did read, I listened to slash read uh, a really great horror novel that I think a lot of folks would enjoy if they haven't read it already. Uh, the title of it is My Heart is a Chainsaw. The author's name is Stephen Graham Jones. And it is just a love letter to slasher films. Like the main yes. character is obsessed with slasher movies and then one starts happening in her town in real life and it's that's that's the basic premise and it's you really i recommend anybody check it out my heart is a chain well i do need
1: something for my plane ride yeah so yeah
0: it's good um the audiobook uh is is read by Oh shoot. She's nobody. She's not she's I wanted to give her a shout out. She's not like a, a star. She's just a she narrates the audiobook and she's really good and I can't remember her name right now. I feel bad, but she she was really good.
1: Veronica. <laughs> no.
0: But um Aww. and the other thing is uh just that I think is really cool uh this is the second Stephen Graham Jones book I read. Uh Stephen Graham Jones is uh Blackfeet I believe. And so uh, he writes uh novel. His his novels are about Native American characters, which obviously okay. you don't get a lot of in anything. They are, you know, a, a hugely underrepresented uh, people in uh, all media, but I can't think of a single native American in horror right now in like a movie or anything like that. And so Stephen Graham, there was one in, uh, black phone. That's true. He was in black phone. That is correct. He was, but he wasn't like the main character, you know what I mean? And his culture didn't play a huge part. Stephen Graham Jones is really kind of weaving in, uh, you know, uh, specifically Blackfeet because, uh, boy, I hope I, I know the character in my heart is a chainsaw is Blackfeet. Now I'm trying to remember the only, uh, the only good Indians. And I think they were Blackfeet as well. So anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because I thought it was really good. It came out a couple years ago. It's not like a new book or anything, but I just discovered it and just inhaled it. I thought it was so good. So,
1: yeah, I mean, the, yeah I, the only other thing is uh you're caught up on harley right
0: yes i am caught up <laughs> on harley Quinn uh last week's episode we didn't talk about where they go to the swamp uh and, yeah, and
1: swamp thing is like becomes like a yogi <laughs> he's a
0: hipster with a man bun god damn it <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. In Nora Freeze, she's unthawed and has become like a party girl because she thinks she missed out on so much of life that she needs to like drink and do drugs and have lots of sex and everything. lots of sex with swamp things. Uh, oh god, I thought that was so good. Um,. But I actually thought this week's episode, uh, this past week's episode, was super interesting. <laughs> the
1: Joker just running for mayor out of pure spite I of, uh, of <laughs> what's-her-name. I love
0: that. Because I, I, at first I was kind of a little put off by what they've been doing with Joker in this series. Because obviously he has stopped being a criminal and has become a suburban house dad. <laughs> which... <laughs> There's precedent for it. There was a storyline called Going Sane where Joker stopped being Joker. And that was a big part of White Knight is Joker stopped being Joker. Um, So it's not like it's never happened before. But making him a suburban house dad, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. But then in this episode where he literally, like you said, he becomes mayor for a parking space. is (laughs) so... So, For a parking is and also to get
1: his, to get his, kids his
0: into, stepchildren <laughs> into the into the Spanish program. Yes, into the Spanish immersion program, out of yeah. pure just spite. I was like, <laughs> okay, that is a Joker storyline that <laughs> I think is. And I also thought it was really interesting to not have Harley and Poison Ivy in it because this was happening at the same time they were in New Orleans. And they come back right at the end to realize that Joker has become the mayor of Gotham.
1: <laughs> it's, 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 this show is just so much fun, but I, I I, also, I don't think we've ever talked about it on here. I could have easily just missed it, but I just find it so weird that Gordon, Jim Gordon basically just was just all right with Two-Face being his campaign manager. Ah!
0: Uh, the okay, uh, this is the part that I do with it. Like I get that the series is is kind of made for comedy, and they're kind of poking fun at everything. Like uh, the episode where Bruce was obviously the uh, the music meister episode where. Yeah. <laughs> was that the, that was happening at the same time they were in New Orleans, right, or was that the week before? That was the week okay. before. Okay where uh Bruce is obviously very very needy and like he names the cats after his parents and can't seem to I think that's all really funny. Uh I don't know if I think the Jim Gordon yeah. I don't uh, I don't know if I think the Jim Gordon stuff is as funny. Like I like that he's kind of a buffoon. Like I get kind of trying to play up Jim Gordon as a buffoon. But I think they might, even for this show, which is a comedy show, I feel like it might be a little far. It's
1: just a weird choice. Yeah. Uh, Because Jim Gordon, yeah, I'm fine with him being like a buffoon cop and all that stuff. But then he starts aligning himself with like Two Face, and then the morality, his morality just keeps changing. With like, he's totally cool with like winning from a dead guy and. There's just something a little. It was fine
0: the first time around. Yeah, I like. Yeah. I was
1: my favorite thing with him was when he was made friends with Clayface's hand. And like, <laughs>
0: I, I liked when he had to go to the uh, court of owls meeting, and he dropped his <laughs> cell phone and inadvertently took pictures of all the most powerful people in Gotham having an orgy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> I do think it's funny though in this episode, like how much. Two Face has to keep reminding everyone I'm, that his name is Two Face. I'm Two Face. It's my name. <laughs>
0: what do you think I'm doing this entire time? I can't believe you backstab. I can't believe you. T- uh, I can't believe you backstabbed me like that. You betrayed me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: um, yeah, it's a it's it's a lot of fun, but I totally agree. Like Jim, the Jim Gordon stuff just hasn't landed, especially with Barbara. Uh, I, bring, back I like Nightwing. The oh. bring the
0: Nightwing shit. Oh, yeah, the Nightwing shit's really good. I like the um, poking fun at Bernie Bros with the people that <laughs> supported Joker and how yes. Barbara was one. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: She's, uh, like... We like to be called jokies and.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so good.
1: Uh, other than that, the yeah. only other show I've watched is uh, What We Do in the Shadows.
0: Oh, man. Oh. The what we do in the shadows just makes me so happy. Um, I love all of them going off, and <laughs> I texted you while it was going on when they're <laughs> all the story of the Jersey Devil, and then right at the end, God, that Jersey Devil costume is terrible, but it works so in the show. <laughs> and Colin Robinson just being like, Hey Siri. Play New Jersey music and it's living on a prayer and the Jersey. He's t- just rocking out. Just rocking out. Um, Grab his dick. That's my dick. It's. Oh, man. Uh, but the the part I liked even more was back uh, with Nadja having her girls night and <sighs> Guillermo thinking that he can invite his family over because he doesn't know that Notch is there. <laughs> And Guillermo's <laughs> whole family are just delightful, and they think that, and uh, the whole thing with uh, Nadja pretending that you know she's Guillermo's <laughs> girlfriend and everything, and the whole family loves her until because they're all they all have Van Helsing blood, they just naturally realize she's a vampire and start hunting her. <laughs>
1: And she like tries to get. she's like, you dare come into my house? Do you know who the fuck
0: you're dealing with? And y'all just started throwing stakes. She's like, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But the part I liked the best, obviously, was Guillermo being like, no, 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 stop, stop. Like, I work for her. And also, I want to be a vampire. And also, I'm, and she's not my girlfriend. She's my boss. Because I'm gay. And I'm like, Yes, and but I also think the best part was his whole family is like, "Yeah, you want we know you want to be a vampire. You want to be a vampire," and he's like, yeah. "Yeah, I thought the problem you would have was that I was gay," and they're like, "No, we've known you were gay since you were like five. Like yes. that's okay." And I'm, you but you're so sweet. I'm like, "Yes, finally,"
1: and we did get a chance to talk about it because the way our schedules have been we haven't talk about uh we didn't get a chance to talk about on the share the episode beforehand with with nandor's wedding oh yeah
0: with nandor's wedding oh i love yeah. the song right at the end yes. who comes first <laughs> on the wedding on the night wedding i night. think nandor might <laughs> <laughs> i love that everybody thinks it's a terrible idea and the whole ceremony just devolves into a line of people listing all the reasons they think the marriage is a terrible idea
1: yeah <laughs> And then like and then but every like third person is just someone who wants to double check to make sure their parking can be validated.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. like I said, this show makes me so happy.
1: Well, the best part of it too is the other inkling of when uh, Nandor finally uses up his wish, his last wish on mm-hmm. Mawa, being like, "Whatever I like, she likes. I oh, she like." And then, like, the slow descent of my wife just getting really into Guillermo.
0: Yes. Yep. I caught Some that too. Good shit. I like him because Nandor likes him.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Ooh. And then the gin hands Nandor a tiny lamp
0: with three more wishes. <laughs> Can I wish for more wishes? <laughs> I like that he used yes, up his he... last wishes on like stuff that had nothing to do with him, and he was well the,
1: the dodo, <laughs> the
0: dodo. Oh god, that was funny.
1: Like and the little compilation of the djinn just playing up some of his wishes, where he's like tiny and riding a bee. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing basketball against a cardboard cutout. Oh yeah.
0: oh yeah, God, I love this show I love it so
1: much so so much fun like it should never go away
0: I know it's got more seasons after this one
1: I think it's slated for two more as of right now
0: yeah the new Rick and Morty season is coming out soon right they've been posting a lot of shit on social media September 4th that's what I thought ooh it's right around the corner
1: I will probably watch it on my flight back um but, yeah, it's supposed to be, like, all the promo stuff is, like, there's, like, a Wormageddon, mm-hmm. which is really weird. And I guess there's, like, a scavenger hunt thing happening.
0: Yeah. I just rewatched all of season four. I don't know why I picked season four. I just I, – I started it, and then I didn't finish. Or, and then I Hello, finished, rather. Hello, officers? I,
1: uh. I need to get this fish – there's a fishman on my lawn, and I need him removed. Why I don't know why, but I yes I am why <laughs> Fight <laughs> Fuck Flee What is he doing? What is he doing? Mr. Nimbus controls the police, Jerry
0: <laughs> And then yeah, and then I started season five, so I, I watched the episode where Rick fucked the planet and Jerry's wants to go camping and <laughs> all that good stuff. I watched. all oh, uh, those weird!
1: Oh, god, yep. it's so much fun. Yeah.
0: So, and then of course the other big thing I watched is the thing I think everybody watched, which was uh, the first episode of She Hulk Attorney at Law. Yeah. Some hot shit. I liked it. Like it's good. I don't think it was like the greatest show ever made, but I enjoyed my half hour watching it. It's. I think Tatiana.
1: I can't remember Maslani. her last name. Maslani. I think she's gonna do a really great job. She's really good. She's funny. She's really good yeah. in Yeah, she's very funny. The whole like the whole her the whole fourth wall breaking thing, mm-hmm. uh where they kind of started. I'm like, Okay, cool, we got some of that. And just that end credit scene where she finally gets it out of Hulk that that Captain America fucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I I like her. I, I I like the fourth wall breaking. I know that that comes. Uh, I think John Byrne started that sometime in the early nineties. Um, <clears throat> so that's pretty fun, and it's not egregious. She does it like right at the beginning uh, when she's Introducing us to the fact that yes, I'm a Hulk. Here's how it happened, uh, yeah. and then she does it again. Obviously, we saw it in the trailers where Bruce is like, "Ah, it, 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 if you want to go back to being a lawyer, like I'll be fine with that." And she turns to the camera and goes, "No, he won't."
1: <laughs> I, I will say, like I didn't care that much in with the Hulk, She Hulk stuff. Uh, it, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Why
0: did the the, the having them randomly fight was weird um because it's a marvel show you gotta have them fight i know and because they're hulks and like fighting is what they do but like what
1: a... and it's like i guess it's supposed to be a playoff of like family fighting like brother sister kind of yeah. deal um um I don't know. I like
0: uh, that they have teased the fact that obviously someone is going to get more Hulk blood because he's like, I have to burn the rest of this blood because it would be real bad if someone else got some of it. And it's like, yeah, that means well, Red yeah. Hulk at some point, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: probably red hawk i'm sure we're going to be getting some abomination stuff, well, abominations. stuff in this
0: in this series yeah
1: and but from what i understand he became becomes more of a secondary comedy character
0: well yeah
1: which is whatever well it's a comedy about
0: it's a, it's a half hour it, comedy series so but the thing
1: the big glaring thing about this is uh as as much fun as it is because they've come out everyone who on the vfx team has come out being like working for marvel is the worst and this is why we're over we're like we're underpaid we're like burning the candle at both ends because watching this and then watching those i am groot um specials Mm. it it shows a blaring hole uh, a glaring hole in what is considered, quote-unquote, considered important to them when it comes to VFX. I haven't seen
0: any of the I Am Groot things, but they're only like five minutes a piece, right?
1: No, they're five minutes, but it's really just two minutes with a lot of credits. Okay. Because it's all just baby Groot doing mischievous things. Yeah. And they even put Rocket in there in one episode, and he looks weird. Like It's so... He doesn't look like the Rocket we've seen like the, like the special effects, VFX out on him looked just bizarre. And I think it just she really kind of shows. Fine, it looked, um... yeah, it was fine, but it could have been better if they were given time and like, like if they if they didn't shove all this stuff into VFX, I think they could have been. There could have been so much more to it if it wasn't like the fifth project they probably are stuck working on that has like a very limited time frame.
0: Yeah, I think Well, one, I uh I think the next time we see She-Hulk, not in this series, but just overall, I think we will I think she'll look even better because part of what this what went into the VFX of this show was having to develop what she Hulk even looks like in the first place, which takes up a lot of the time. And then they have to tweak it right up until the last minute, which they obviously did. But it is becoming more and more obvious all the time that the fact that Marvel has this huge, huge slate of projects that is just non-stop hurts the quality of the product we see on the screen at least from a visual standpoint because if right. you go back and you look at that first iron man or that first incredible hulk or even you know a lot of the early marvel movies when there weren't so many projects on the table And they weren't slating everything out. Because I think picking release dates way in advance also hurts any film. Not just Marvel films. But um, they obviously have to pick somewhere to put a film in advance. But Marvel doesn't budge much. I can't think of the last Marvel movie that really moved a good deal i don't think Um, any of them have but like black adam moved and aquaman the most recent aquaman moved because james wan came right out and said it he's like the movie's not ready like yeah so they moved it by several months and the flash has moved a bunch for a variety of reasons, but I'm sure for one of the big reasons is it's a fucking the Flash movie. It's nothing but visual effects, pretty much. Like I'd rather a move. Like it's it's a bummer when a movie moves and it's gonna come out late. Like you were looking forward to it, but I want to see a movie that's done. <laughs> you, yeah, you know. <laughs> so
1: well, speaking of the Flash. Um Ezra Miller has now put out a statement apologizing for their actions yes. and stuff and I and I know they are now like seeking They're seeking like some help getting the
0: which yeah, they should. Good for them. Yeah, and you know, I was thinking about it the other day and somebody else said it. They've done some weird shit like undoubtedly. But yes. they haven't done anything that if they apologize and get some help that they still can't come back from. They didn't, like, do a Kevin Spacey and rape somebody. They did throw that chair at somebody, and they did... They did punch and choke a girl somebody, out. But, and that's, like, really bad. I'm not forgive, but, like, they didn't rape anybody. They didn't shoot anybody. They didn't kill kill anybody. I feel like there's enough room and this is what we overall need to do as society with people that have mental problems like if they're like I'm going to I'm sorry I I have a mental problem. I'm going to put in the work and and try to make myself better. Like, we need to go, okay, like, what you did was bad, but you re- you have a, a problem and you're getting help with it and we're going to give you another chance. So long as your mental problem is you didn't rape or kill anybody and think it was yeah. the best thing in the world that you did that, you yeah. know? Yeah, so. I mean, they
1: re- they recognized, like, everything that's been happening now and they more than likely weren't comfortable or whatever
0: but. And the weirdest part is, everything they did was never on set. Like, they're apparently fine to work with. Like, they went and did reshoots for The Flash, and there's been no problems reported from any of their co-workers or anything that they're, like, a pain in the ass to work with. Every weird thing they did was just out in the wild, which is also weird. I think it's just... <laughs> I think it's, that's just the case of you don't shit where you eat. Probably, yeah. Well, so they're at least professional enough to understand. Right. You know? So, I, you know, I, I hope they do well. And it is one of the things, because there was a rumor going around that DC, Warner Brothers, Discovery, whatever the fuck they're called now, was like, well, either they get some help and do, like, come press time, do the apology tour, or they don't get any help and don't do the press tour or we cancel the film I don't think canceling the film was like I said again they did a bunch of weird shit but they didn't rape or kill anybody I think if they had raped or killed somebody they would have shit can the film like because yeah. you just can't at that point but they didn't again, they didn't, they did bad stuff. I'm not going to forget, like, I, I, I'm not going to say they didn't punch somebody and throw a chair at somebody and maybe possibly have children in like a unsafe environment for a minute. Like when their friend with kids was staying with them and that they didn't steal somebody's boot, you know, they did some, some bad stuff, but again, nothing I thought that felt, and I don't think canceling the movie was ever really an option. Well,
1: who knows at this point, considering how HBO Max and Warner Brothers are now just slowly getting rid of just huge chunks of libraries as
0: tax write-offs. Yeah, but David Zaslav's whole focus, at least it seems, is putting stuff in theaters. Because one of the things with putting something on streaming is it's really hard to show a direct monetary impact from that. You know what I mean? Like box office returns, you can put out a movie and go, here's our box office returns. How much, here's how much money we made. Um, I, that doesn't mean that taking shit off HBO max is a good thing. Like it's not, (laughs) but not even close. No, it's pretty bad. And
1: yeah, considering that you're, uh, it's, it's, that you're just, like, everyone now involved is like, um... It's like, can you please not?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Like...
1: Creators... That's our money. That's our... that That is our, uh... That, that is our, like, livelihood that you're taking away from us, and because you're using it as a tax write-off, mm-hmm. everyone who worked on it, especially the animation department, is com- completely fucked. Yeah.
0: So... We'll see what goes on with that from here on out, Uh, how that continues to unfold, because they still haven't put out uh, WB Discovery, that is, still hasn't put out like any official statement or plan on the merging of HBO Max and Discovery Plus into one brand new app. There's no like they mentioned it on that investor call they had that that was something that is coming but when or how or anything like that. Is... Last
1: I heard was at least date wise sometime in 2023. That seems was the plan. Yeah. That
0: seems likely.
1: Yeah. So, so gotta get in all that stuff now before it all runs away. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. But other than that, um, I caught up on some comic books. Oh, cool. Um, yeah um last episode uh, last issue of like the closet which is everything's pretty much just it's really funny how much image i'm now reading versus everything else because mm-hmm. <laughs> like my weeks this week's poll was like for about three weeks worth which was godzilla versus batra nice. which is just a one-off Oh, I know the guy... I used to work with the guy who did the artwork for it, which I didn't oh, realize no until I opened it. Yeah, Oliver Ono. I was like, oh, I worked with him for, like, a hot minute. Hmm. Um, cool. And then, yeah, uh, the closet, which is just dark and depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, twig, which is cool. It's still a cute little, like, fun story. Uh... Uh shirt oh shirtless bear fighter part 2
0: No They
1: made us a, a new series of shirtless bear fighter <sighs> That's amazing. And it's so funny. <laughs> uh. yeah, like, it's just the first episode the first issue is like there's a gummy bear that took over a kid's brain and is making giant kaiju gummy bears. And, oh, and Bear Fighter has to go and stop it. That's amazing. It's so fucking funny. Um, the only Marvel books out of my stack that I had got was, uh, the first issue of the next edge of spider verse, which I don't care about, hmm. but I saw there was a T-Rex one. So I was like, Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, And then a Ghost Rider one shot that basically was just a roundup of all the Ghost Riders.
0: Huh. Weird. Um, Yeah, it's weird stuff. Speaking of Spider-Verse, just because you said it, uh, Into the Spider-Verse merch is already appearing in stores. And that movie's like a year away.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of cyborg, uh, cyborg spider girl stuff.
0: I just saw some random figs in the store the other day, and I was like, "Really? Already? Okay."
1: It's figures are weird right now because I saw—I don't know if you saw them, but they put out the 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 new Legends line of Marvel Legends. It's like, or I forget what it's official called, but it's like Black Panther
0: figures. Ah. Uh... I don't think so. No, I don't think so.
1: I saw him in my in my Walmart, oh, no. and I was like, "That's interesting."
0: <laughs> well, Black Panther, is but coming I also in a haven't months, bought so. Ah,
1: yeah, oh, yeah I'm, I'm I'm surprised we still haven't seen anything else yet.
0: Yeah, because
1: we're kind of at this weird point where Marvel it gotta shoot their load. Marvel and Disney gotta shoot their load because like they had the new. Disney plus um, uh, like ad mm-hmm. where they show like the first looks of Pin- Pinocchio
0: I did see the still of that today yeah Yeah.
1: and I'm like okay it's Pinocchio whatever <laughs>
0: yeah it looks just like Pinocchio so
1: yeah I mean I'd be scared if it didn't look like Pinocchio
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah exactly
1: but yeah other than that I haven't really done a lot just because it's trying to save money for this, for going to Austin for a little bit, and then being informed of a comic book store that I apparently need to go visit, I'm like, well,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I got not much going on right now, so, yeah, I don't know. This episode will come up a little short, and that's okay, cause not a lot going on. Well,
1: plenty of stuff by the time we come back
0: for sure. Uh, Hopefully. Yeah, by then there will be a few episodes of what we do in the shadows and Harley Quinn and She-Hulk and everything like that. So
1: yeah. Are you planning to jump in on the Game of Thrones stuff?
0: I might check it out. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, I'll see. I'll give it a shot, I think. I I didn't hate the last season of Game of Thrones as much as everybody else, so I might check out House of Dragons, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Alright. Cool. Later everyone. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2 Pod, and on Twitter at 2 Pod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> oh! it's over. It's over. <laughs>